And welcome everyone to Films with the Women of My Life. My name is Brennan, and joining us tonight is Nicole. Hi. And Mama Kay. Hi, everybody. Hello. And, yes. And tonight we're doing Turning Red, the new Pixar film. Uh, I like the studio. We've done, we've talked about this before. We've talked about this many times. We've done many Pixar movies. We've done a picture Pixar retrospective. So if you want to hear any of that, go listen to the Pixar talk or any other Pixar one. Because we, we're just going to talk about this movie. We, we do that stuff all the time. Uh, what'd you guys know about it going in? Anything? No. I didn't know that this was coming out. I feel like things just come out now. Like there isn't anything about them until after they're out. Well, now that ever there's not like traditional TV anymore, and you don't go to theaters very often, so everyone's siloed in their little silos, and your silo does not contain movies unless I'm forcing you to watch something. In which case, <laughs> you're not going to hear about it, everything except for the biggest stuff, or if it becomes a trend on something, you're probably right. not going to come That's across it. Very fair. Right. I did see there a preview for this at the movies, I believe. Um, oh, what movie would I have been seeing? But um, I did. I saw a couple couple previews for this, and I was intrigued. Um, not enough to really investigate, but um, I did figure since it's Pixar that we would be watching it. So I didn't feel like I had to really search some search any mm-hmm. information out. Like my feeling on onward the onward trailer before watching onward, I was like, oh. This looks bad. I don't want to watch this. Like I can't. I don't think this is. I don't think I'm gonna like this. This movie. Uh, and then I was like, ah, but it's got Pixar. There's literally almost no chance that I will not like it. I will. I will watch Benefit of the Doubt within the first weekend for sure, and yeah. probably exceed my expectations no matter what because it almost always does. Yeah. So and uh, so turning red. Uh, Miley or sorry, May Lee is a confident, dorky, thirteen-year-old torn between staying her mother's dutiful daughter and the chaos of her adolescence. And as if changes to her interests, relationships, and and body were not enough, whenever she gets too excited, which is practically always, she poofs into a giant red panda. So it mm. sounds like an interesting premise. It's out very out of nowhere. Like yes. Yeah. Pretty, I don't know. If you didn't see a trailer or like, the poster, it, usually if you see a poster, it has the red panda on it. Not that you would partic- you would know for sure what that meant. Uh, but uh, if you did not know it was coming, it uh, comes pretty hard. But I think most people, I mean, would be aware. It, 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 <laughs> I, unless you had never heard. Maybe Nicole didn't know she was Maybe. going to turn into the panda. Yeah, we'll talk about that. If you haven't, uh, you didn't think you did. I don't think I knew. <laughs> well, well I actually we will talk about if it's... wasn't sure if I knew, but <laughs> I was pretty sure. Uh, okay. but if you, I guess I saw a couple I... billboards for it, and there was a panda, but that's literally all that I saw. Like I didn't know it was about a girl. All right. Well, we'll we'll see if, how it worked in comparison to knowing and not knowing. If you haven't seen Turning Red, it is on Disney, Disney Plus yes. only, not in theaters. That was their choice for this movie. Uh, it's Dummy She's first time director. She made the short bow, uh, and Julia Cho is her co writer, and uh, and a bunch of people in it. Yeah. Uh, so if you haven't seen a lot of younger people, so it's Sandra o is the old, is like the mom, but uh, a lot of younger cast voices that <clears throat> maybe not have heard of on Disney Plus. We're going to spoil it now, and it takes place in two thousand two in Toronto. Back. In yeah, way back twenty years ago, oh, two thousand two okay, was way back. twenty years ago, two thousand two. Uh, 
May is 13-year-old Chinese-Canadian girl, uh, and she helps uh, take care of their family temple. Uh, has a little backstory about their ancestor, Sun Yi, who, uh, when their family went off to war, and the village went off to war, all the men went off, she became uh, like an overprotective mother that turned into a panda to save her people from invaders and so that's their backstory uh and they now they have this temple the family you know generations down the line and it's like kind of a tourist attraction people come and it's like a museum kind of thing and they also live there uh and she takes care of uh stuff with her mom there very dutifully and her mom's very overprotective meanwhile though she has her three best friends miriam priya and abby and they are obsessed with a band called four town that has five members, because that's how that works. Uh, that's that's how the that's how the boy bands work. Uh, she <laughs> has. Uh, with that. She, I, I can't. Maybe the one who was around the boy band age will help later. Uh, okay. So one night after she has a nightmare, she suddenly wakes up to discover that she has turned into a large red panda. And it freaks her out, obviously. She's already she's an, an awkward girl, and uh, even though she's pretty confident with herself when she's around, when her mom comes around, she's uh, very embarrassing to have around because she's very, very, very uh, invasive of her life. Uh, so she's got to deal with turning into this large panda, uh, large red panda, when she's being overly emotional. She has to like, learn how to control that. And then it becomes a movie where they exploit this power to set, try to raise money to get tickets for the band. Like they, they, they sell merch and photos and videos with the panda. And I guess you know, right. this, is all pre this is all pre-internet, so all this stuff makes is more more makes sense i guess because like it's not like this stuff's always readily available so this is much more concentrated uh um, no, one guy one guy did get it on a slip phone that's true yeah they got tamagotchis <laughs> in here a lot of fun old tech not too much but enough to remind you this is not modern day uh but the family's like oh you gotta get that thing out of you and the way you can get it out is you can seal your red panda spirit in a talisman if you do a ritual on the red moon and it just so happens that that red moon we we find this about halfway through but it's a spoiler we're in spoilers uh that it's the same yeah. night as the big four town concert so all the plot is going to come to the head the night of the red moon and four town concert uh, and you know, stuff happens with our people so what do we think of turning red nicole mm. <sighs> That was a lot of uh, backstory here. Um, yeah, it wasn't. We need. We needed the setup. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I always like watching Pixar movies. Right? They have a lot of uh, fun themes and stories, and uh, it's always interesting to see what perhaps different culture we can highlight um, and things like that. Seeing a Canadian Chinese girl as the main character in a story and her friends are Indian and Korean and um, Caucasian. Abby. Yeah. Like there's well, that Miriam's, the, Miriam's the Caucasian one. Oh, yeah, Miriam's the oh she Caucasian. is? Yeah. Yes. Abby's the Korean uh, girl. Yeah. Okay. But um, yeah, I like, I like all the, uh, the um, diversity and seeing what, I mean, I guess I was, was I 13 around then? No, I was less than that. I was You were a little younger. <laughs> nine. So, yeah, this is like a couple years older than I would have been at this time. But it's just cute to see um, what the 
girls were doing in, in uh, middle school or I guess right into high school here. Um, and also bringing in the family traditions and knowing that, um, you know, the red panda meant something to this family and the ancestry of the red panda. It was really fun. Um, I guess we'll talk later about how it stacks up to other Pixar films because I don't want to show my hand too early here, but, um, I did like the story and I thought it was cute and fun with the whole aspect of the boy band and the (laughs) animation itself was kind of cool. This one. So overall it was, it was fun. I enjoyed it. And, um, I liked, I liked the story behind what's kind of going on in the, like the most obvious things of this movie. Yeah, right. okay. Starting off pretty, keeping it, keeping it close to the vest. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I think I might too. I do have a question about since this is 2002 and uh, my foray into eighth grade was just a little bit before that. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like this girl would have been eviscerated at school if she behaved, if there was somebody who behaved like her as an eighth grader. Cause you know, eighth graders are almost cooler than freshmen because, you know, they're, yeah, they're younger. The big, but big men in town and middle, middle yeah. school. Yeah, and it just felt it felt a little. I don't know. Also, there were things I was sort of uh, wrestling with in my head. I'm like, but Canadians are nice. Maybe that's why. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> so I had a little bit of you know in the beginning. There's this you know montage of her getting ready to go to school and do all this stuff and everything, and then. And I'm thinking, oh, she's just going to get totally, you know, school must be horrible for her. And it doesn't seem like it is. I mean, there's that group of kids led by the kid whose name starts with a J. I don't know. I can't remember I thought it was the Tyler. rich kid. Oh, no, you're right. Tyler. Yeah. yeah. There's that. But that just didn't seem, you know, that seemed harmless, I guess. Um, so... I get it. She has her niche group of friends. They're all a little quirky and in their own way. I don't know why Abby has to yell all the time because she's (laughs) always very angry and yelling. And I usually don't find if she's definitely the one from, you know, that has a Korean influence. I don't, I I don't know any Koreans that yell like that. So um, (laughs) I was just confused about that. Um, so in in the beginning when the movie started, I thought, okay, this is this is kind of going in the way of you know Pixar movies. The difference is, is we've got you know a girl who's a protagonist, which just doesn't happen often anyway, unless it's a Disney princess movie. Mm-hmm. So um, first so woman director and writing team. So uh, surprisingly, that has not, not happened yet in a Pixar feature. So right, that's what and. And I, I, you know, and I think in the beginning, you you already get sort of like the themes of what's going on when her, you know, when she does the transformation and her mom thinks that it's an entirely different transformation that a, a young girl would have. And the fact that she shouts out, you're too young. I'm like, she's 13. She's like over. She's she's past due. That milk's about to spoil. She's like 13 seems <laughs> on the cusp of being a little too old uh, mm-hmm. to experience your your first uh, mm-hmm. menstrual cycle. So anyway, um, so I was, I was on board, I was on board with this. The, I like, I like the boy band aspect of it, which is interesting because it's a boy band that has 
sort of more a few more influences from like boy bands now that you wouldn't find in 2002 uh all of those boy bands kind of look the same all the people in the band sort of look the same but this was a very diverse cast of five members what I, I'm sorry, but what I think that t- band was supposed to be, actually, there was a Canadian band probably around this time called O-Town. Oh, I, um, that's the first thing I was thinking of was O-Town. Yeah, I, I think they it's were Canadian? probably... I, I believe so. I thought they were from um, Orlando. Uh, maybe, Is that what O stands for? I think for? it was... I thought that's O-Town I thought. stood for Ontario. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are we well, all Ontario just basing, basing province, this on... So. Things that we thought and had this has no basis in any. O towns. I mean, for me, it probably does not. Towns from Florida. Wait, who's the I, Canadian band? Wait, 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 wait. I don't know the Canadian band, but maybe, maybe that's what this. The whole time it was on Four Town, all I could think of was O Town. Also, so um, yeah. So I was, yeah, I was, I was thinking this was cute. I kind of knew where it was. This was go. Did you find information out that? No, no, no I'm, I'm just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, I, you know, you kind of knew where this is. This is going to go with the whole how how uh, you know how much she defers to her mom's rules and all of that, and also that she is you know at that at that age where you start wanting to become more yourself than and than part of something else. So um, yeah, it was it was it was a good shot off the beginning. The Mofots, Sky, and Soul Decision are the only Canadian boy bands I can find. I just found one that's called B44. B44, yeah, I see that one. I've never heard of any of this. Maybe That's close in name. But is O-Town from Orlando? They are. (laughs) Yes, they are. But uh, no, I've never heard of any of those bands. So maybe, Why did I maybe think they were Canadian though. That's They're so all from Orlando. Oh, I mean, New Kids on the Block aren't, but I feel like all those. Yeah, I think bands... all the boy bands were made in Orlando because they were. Cause yeah, we watched, that you had us watch guy. that documentary. Exactly. Yeah, about that guy who like assembled them all at like Nickelodeon <laughs> I fucking Studios. Thought Ashley Parker <laughs> Angel is Canadian my whole life. Like, what is going on? <laughs> you you got some Canada history to clear up. <laughs> I don't know about any of this stuff. Also, Four Town Tours internationally because they get uh, the the Toledo Toronto mix up. So there's no they, they don't yes. have to be a Canadian band. They could just be, they could be O Town. They're just O Town. That's that's that could be. Um, <laughs> right, true. true. I like the style in this a lot. It's very Scott Pilgrimy. Uh, the way yes. it's so it's so quick, which I haven't. It's not something that a lot of Pixar, even the newer ones I've seen. Um, which I like. I like some speed in my movie. I like things because f- it keeps things flowing, keeps things interesting. It's harder it's to Edgar do. Edgar Wrighty. It's not just not just Scott Pilgrimy. It's it's Edgar Wrighty. Like in a good lot. way. Uh, that's why yeah, I like. I think I mean, so too. I, I, it's it because otherwise the the stuff with like little thirteen year old girls like eh, it we you can make that interesting. And there's been te- teen girl movies I've liked before. But uh, the the speed of the editing and like all the and the music and like all the little uh, like things that pop up, yes, you're very Edgar Wrighty. That all makes uh, when she's studying and acing stuff or when they're doing montage. You know, I love montage. I always love a montage. The pa- yeah. red panda montage in the middle when they're selling stuff, which is also one of my favorite yes. aspects of the movie. Is it was kind of a turn. I kind of I kind of like raised an eyebrow. I was like, what? The heck? what? That's what they're doing. I love. I love. I'm very glad they're doing this because they were like. This was after um, early on when she turned to the red panda, and the uh, some classmates walk by who aren't like in their group, but they're like 
and they're like, oh, it's so cute. We love it. We want to take pictures with it. And like, we want right. to like, we like they, they, and then they're like, we could charge some money for this. You get some like great, like they turn into a little like side business. And then that becomes right. like the middle of the movie. And I'm like, this is pretty good. I did not see this story going this way. And I like the entre- entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, it's another right. reason why the 2002 time period works. Cause I don't know if. To, I mean, I'm sure it'd be a. I'm sure it'd be a story if someone just turned into a panda. You have to kind of shut that off. That there's no uh, government people coming in to try to take her away. Uh, again, Canada. So I think right. Canada in, tw- in 2002 <laughs> is part of the reason this works as a story because like, Canada in general is part of the reason this works. Well, yeah. Even if it was if it was 2022, like there's enough entertainment outlets and stuff where like. Even if your friend turned into a panda, you'd still be over it in a couple of days. Like you wouldn't be able to raise, you know, eight hundred loonies together to to go to this show. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> they but, didn't uh, go that far. They didn't go that but, far. But but yeah, the um, and I didn't. And I guess it's just because <laughs> maybe it's because I went to a, a a school that felt like it, most people got along pretty well. But like I didn't think about the lack of bullying or like the lower amount of bullying or that ev- like everyone got along pretty well except for the, the one kid who like makes fun of them but then turns out I he's actually be their friend pixar hasn't quite got into the level where they're being very um true to how people would react in these things like i don't know i just feel like they keep it kind of t- tame Light. yeah yeah like they don't want to show bullying in their movie. Like if that if that happened in real life, and people would be like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, you weirdo?" And like someone would either try to exploit her or kill her or make it would be a huge thing on the news, like something like that. They don't do that in in these movies, so you have to kind of remember that. Like, no, no one's gonna bully her in the in a Pixar movie. I guess maybe I, in my experience, there, there's not like this popular group kid and like his group of flukies and everyone in the school like either is afraid of them or like on their side and they go around bullying people. That is not my youth experience at all. There was not right. g- g- gangs of youth <laughs> roaming the halls tormenting other kids. And You did live like, close to Canada. I mean, I did live close to why. Canada. That is true. But <laughs> in my experience, like there was just not extreme amounts of bullying happening. There, I'm, there were there were bouts and spouts every once in a while, but it was not common, and it certainly didn't right. dominate childhood. I think that's what's overblown in most the middle school, high school movies and TV shows now is the amount of I'm like maybe some people just went to really shitty high schools and everyone hated each other. Perhaps I mean, it's definitely uh, but, a thing, but they're not. I don't think it's going to be as wide. This was closer to my experience, honestly. Like experience, honestly. Like this level of bullying. There's like one kid and he's got a couple of kids, and it's because he's a rich kid, so people like suck up to him, but no one really likes him. That's a little closer. Whereas it's not, yeah, I, I, I did this, that didn't throw me off, uh, nor did any of, uh, the, the mom is a little much, I don't know any, I, I understand overbearing mom, but she hangs out outside of school with binoculars all day. Yeah, what the hell's going <laughs> Because, I mean, you got, you guys were too young to remember, but there was this tiger mom movement that happened and this lady was definitely her. Like this was. There's helicopter parents, and then there was Tiger Mom who just took it that much further, and that's that's what I feel like. I mean, we know now she's Panda Mom, but 
It is Tiger Mom in reality. Huh. I had not. Uh, I had not been privy to. Uh, I said. can't say I've heard that term before myself. But oh. her overbearing scene, when I've heard of Falcroft's burn, I haven't heard of. I. I mean, there's Tiger King. Uh, <laughs> then there's no. the, come on. No. The, the I did like the. It, it's 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 a good mashup of everything that I liked. It was the relationship with her and the mother. The the it's weird to say shooting style because it's animated, but like the style of the movie and like everything else when he she finds the pictures of her drawings of the the kid at the gas station and she makes him like a mermaid in her drawings and then it's oh, like her at first the it's her, mart or whatever yeah it's yeah. her first like fantasy of a boy kissing mm-hmm. her drawings <laughs> and then she gets free and she storms in and like every and she's dragging behind and all of like the all the shadowing and like fear and she's berating the kid and then then you see the other kids kind of whispering and like oh like it's so bad like and it's like the most embarrassing thing possible that like that kind of exemplifies everything that worked in like the first the first act, and then the middle act, I like all the selling stuff. The third act, we'll talk about in a second, because there's a lot of turns in there. There's a, there's a lot of family members who show up uh, yeah. in, a, in a very dramatic fashion. This, um, the part of the um, style that I like the most is whenever they showed like someone's like infatuation with something. It was very anime-y, like the eyes got real big and, and right. sweet. And yeah, they did the sparkle eyes when someone like the, kind the, of the, the yeah. ooh, that's like Powerpuff Girls situation. The ooh, ooh yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like that too, and I I think that also, I mean, not to be stereotypical, but if it's a, a lot of Asian cultures in their artworks use that, you know, in their animes in Japan and things, and and they show them watching like Chinese soap operas, and there's a lot of yeah. um influence from the culture in this movie so i i think that making it more personal like that was really a good move well i could say something because i mean they made some pretty good bow and oh know, yeah <laughs> and that's true being, they made bow like the bow of the what's it right of, the movie of, the short the short bow yes of the short yeah. bow the short uh, bow Dad, the dad kind of looked like a younger version of that guy too. The uh, the 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 older dude in Bow. The, the dads always get left behind, just sort of like meh, you know. Like the the women always come out when they are doing like Asian culture movies. The moms are always like these mm-hmm. super hard ass dragon lady kind of people, and then the dad is just your a shell says. of a person, you know. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dad's cooking well, dinner, and I'm thinking, okay. I mean, it looked good. The, I'm not gonna lie. Well, the message one, like, and it happens on other stuff too. But like, the mom and the kid will be having the conversation, and then and then she'll one of them will turn like, right, Dad, and then the, the dad will look up from what he's doing and go, huh? Like he hadn't heard any <laughs> any of right. anything that just happened. Uh, the dad gets uh. two pretty good. The dad gets a good scene, heart to heart scene with the daughter though, and then he has a very funny moment in the final battle in quotations that i was laughing at quite hard um but the, I, well i want to talk about the the kid the the four the four kids the four the group what do you guys like this little squad and you guys said things about abby that work i don't know but <laughs> she's screamy she's too screamy <laughs> she yeah. is she's just um, a very intense indiv- they're all pretty intense individuals they are <laughs> yeah 
I feel like they really, they really are. They made them very, very different from each other. I mean, I don't know how true to life that is. A f- group of four friends that are so different. They only have, I mean, they only, it seems like they only have one common interest, which is the band. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, they'd like to karaoke together too, but. Um, they like to the break per- out and the dances personalities, in the middle of nowhere. The personalities were so different. Like, they had, like, a butchy little lesbian girl that was, like, (laughs) infatuated with the guy that worked at the um, store. And then Priya was so uh, non-emotional. And then we've got the loud mouth. by everything. (laughs) Yeah. Really weird having all four of them be so different. I mean, you can have friends that you're different from, but you're generally going to be same personality wise. And I, I don't know why they do that. I guess they just really try to show diversity in the group. Um, but other than that, like they were just kind of, they were actually kind of annoying. <laughs> oh, you well, didn't like it, the group together. Um, I like the group actually, but I think it's a little, a, a little thrown together. I think Nicole's kind of right about that. Uh, but there's definitely a tighter relationship uh, between Mailing and um, the girl with, that I, I don't know. Miriam? The main girl? The, Miriam, yeah. She's kind of like the, I think that they're, I think that they have um, a tighter, closer relationship. I think having a group of four girls be friends is, and have them all be sort of equal in the friendship is really difficult. I mean, it's difficult with four women. Forget about when you're, you know, at this, at this age in life. Um, three is even worse. But I think that they're just, you know, being able to throw, play off of different personality peaks and and valleys and stuff. And I think that that's, that's why they're thrown together like that. I mean, you have to have, you have to have a lot of interest in, in what's happening and you have to sort of believe that these, you know, especially I, I love the scene where it's the montage of them trying to like make bank with, with their, with their little scheme. I love that. That's might be one of my favorite scenes of the movie. And I think by having different personalities that helps to like make that more believable. If everybody were a little bit more the same, I mean, and I think they're all sort of the same. They're all, they're all good girls. You know, none of them are, you know, thieves or off starting to go off the track or anything like that. So I think that that's something that they have in common. Um, I like them. I like, uh, the mom has to be an overarching, like overreaching character. And I think the dad has to balance that. Yeah. And the addition of a boy band in 2002 is just, yeah. I like the really. Priya character. She's my favorite. The group. <laughs> I like there's one time where things are being shot around and she's just like moving her head and, you know, everyone else. Oh yeah. The dodgeball. Yeah. And she's just like, you know, tilts her head backward or she's, you know, unaffected by literally everything. So yeah. The, and then there's the party, which is kind of the turning point of the movie. She has like a little dance, like a, like a dance thing with that other goth girl who kind of get, they have like a little knowing nod at one point. I like that. Yeah. Little little extra bits. (laughs) Got to have him. Um, and so yeah, the, the turning point is when she has to show, she has to show up for the, rich kids party and be the panda and like ever hang out with everybody. And that will make, that will get them their last little bit of money to put them over the top. Um, but it's also the night that 
that grandma and the the squad of aunties show up to the <laughs> temple in very dramatic fashion and begin pulling at her face and shoving food in her face and then are debating if she's gotten bigger or or thinner or if she like uh, uh, complaining about all, or so nitpicking all of her little things. <laughs> yep, that <laughs> uh, was seems very o- real to overwhelming. Life when you have that many aunties, honestly. Yeah, I could I could see this. Uh, this 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 all rang true to me. Um, and then so the, the the party happens, and she goes she goes too hard. Like uh, she she gets too angry or whatever, and uh, pins the kid down and yelling at her or yelling at the kid. Um, and this is the same time that they find out that the concert's the same night, and that she won't be able to go because she's got to go to the panda whatever ceremony. Uh, so the mom shows up, and the mom t- freaks out, and all of them, and then the parents of the kids show up, and all this stuff. Bottom line is, she d- the the mom blames the friends for taking advantage of uh, May May, and May May does not stand up for her friends. She sh- she does not let it. She she cowers behind the mom because she's afraid to say, to say the truth. Um, so I think they kind of hard cut there to the night of the concert, which I think is a smart move because we don't need, there's nothing to be said between then and the thing. A lot of other ones, they show like how they're like a strained relationship and like, oh, it's the spiral downward and like, or maybe more auntie scenes. I'm like, no, we, we don't have time. We, uh, we get it. This is the, this is the, the rift, the thing that must be overcame in the third act. Where we get a lot of a lot of panda action, a whole lot of panda action, so much panda. a lot of a lot of angelic uh, boy band people flying around, um, a lot of rituals, a lot of uh, astral plane in a oh. mysterious bamboo forest. <laughs> so third act, I want I we've I've already talked about uh, what you guys think of that. You guys have been both saying, "Oh, it's good. I like a lot of it." We'll get more into something else when we get there so this is the third act this is where this kind of stuff happens we're there does this work for, does this does this help or hurt what do you guys think i hate the third act okay <laughs> don't you I, not into this part of the story all right no i am just like i feel like this is a totally different movie all of a sudden i, I it doesn't feel like disney it doesn't feel like pixar um, it feels like, I don't know, whatever weird other janky, you know, Puxar Dawsney movie is out there, like from something really bad. I just, I just don't care after this point what happens to any of them. I do kind of care a little bit about the concert and I'm rooting for, you know, I'm rooting for people not to die because that's an uh, that's an absolute possibility of, with what goes on at this concert. Um, it's shocking that yeah, that it's no one. Well, we don't know, but it <laughs> it, it would seem that no one got hurt somehow by destroying. Somehow, this no one gets down. hurt. Yeah, but the whole yeah. place gets so messed up that it's going to cost what was it three hundred million dollars to fix it? That's what <laughs> yeah, uh, to get to restore the, the Sky Dome Fund. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, um, and that you know the and then the boy band is you know is is on their side, and you know that's that's all beautiful. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? I just was. I am just like, what what are we doing at this point now? Now the aunties are all also pandas and everyone's a panda but they told us at the beginning of the movie if you don't get it right this one time all you have is this one time but now all these people are pandas again and i'm like okay you can't 
you can't change the rules on me for that. So, um, yeah, I thought this was a gigantic mess at the end. Hmm. All right, um, Nicole. I really wasn't uh, a fan of it that much myself. <laughs> um, it was just like a weird choice. It really reminded me of like Raya and the Last Dragon or something. Like I feel like it, the whole like floating pandas and weird uh, other universe and you have to let it go into the forest with the ancestor. Like just like. <laughs> been done a lot recently people into the circle yeah it feels trite yeah it really has been done a lot recently um i don't like how the mom i mean i'm not chinese so i don't really know if this is anything to say but like she didn't care about embarrassing her daughter at all she didn't care about anything like that like it was trying to make her daughter fit into what she wanted which Okay, like, if that's what the the culture is, like, whatever. But it's obvious that this girl is trying to be a 13-year-old girl and enjoy herself and find herself. And if that's what the progressiveness about the movie is supposed to be, like, I feel really bad for her. She's got this really overbearing mom, as we see by the size of the panda. Like, she's way too <laughs> overbearing, way too o- <laughs> um way too over the top and it got to be like really it felt really bad for the little girl <laughs> um it was sad and i mean they tried to temper it a little bit by saying oh well the mom feels the same way about her mom about the eh. grandma and it's like well that's when you know sins of the father or whatever you've got a that's that's madness so if you if you felt that way about your mom you should certainly not be right. that that kind of person, especially, you know, this girl was clearly brought up in Canadian culture. So, I mean, I feel like you could kind of lay back a little bit yeah. just because it's Canadian. But it's because not the you're 70s not being... or anymore or any either. It's yeah. like, <laughs> right. for in 2002, like, it's time to be more progressive. And anywho, regardless of what I feel about what happened, no, I didn't like it either. Um, I think it really was totally different than the beginning of this and the funness of her in the classrooms and whatnot. Like it was got real serious and it didn't feel right. Um, I mean, I, first of all, I, I, I cried at the part what with the, with the, with the, where she's comforting her, mo- her kid version of her mom in the forest. I, oh I God, come me. on. That didn't oh. make any sense. That did make me cry. <laughs> I I, I felt that so was, I I hurt so I, it hurt a lot it really did I was crying I was crying too Nicole sorry oh my god I, I didn't know. even notice it was the mom at first I just thought it was another another little lost girl that's in her situation but I mean I, I got I got it afterwards but that's why that's what makes the mom because the mom character is such over the top and monstrous for most of this and then she, you see her as the sad little girl inside and it really does kind of it hurt it hurts it feels it makes it it's making me a little emotional right now I, oh I, my I, God. And, uh, it, oh you, you just don't care about this look stuff. away look away but that no i mean despite that the full third act is not it's my least favorite act because i like the other two so much um 
because I, I just don't like big monster fight at the end, even if the monster is the mom who turned into, you know, a 40-story high panda. Yeah, yeah, and is and the way to defeat her is to uh, gyrate in front of her because she's afraid of her daughter becoming sexual. And they're both pandas while this is happening, and it's a child panda. And then I'm like, I don't... This is... I don't know who chose this, but uh, this is a weird <laughs> choice. Although I did like the father running around with the little chalk cart to make the big right. circle. That did get quite a laugh for me. He's yeah. like, keep her distracted. He's running around with the little chalk thing to make the circle. Um, and I do like that the so- they got the chant. And then they mix the chant with the Four Town song that they've been singing the whole time. And everyone gets into it together. I like it quite a bit. I do like I like a mashup, and uh, everyone comes together to sing the song at the end. I was a big fan. I was a lot. I like that a lot. Um, so I this this I like this more than you guys. I still don't like like I don't know why it has to be Big Panda destroy the world because I don't really like the big destruction in a movie that didn't feel like it was needed. Necessary, that. yeah. No, I'm fine with everyone else turning back into the pandas because they destroy their things and then they can reset them. But I think the point of the earlier was you can't, um, it's, she, she could have got through her panda, but she becomes like attached to it. Like she likes to be the pan. She likes her panda self, her panda side. And so I think before it's not literally, you can't detach from the panda. It's. Because you, it's like it's like uh, naming farm animals when you know you gotta kill them at some point to eat them. Like it's much harder to kill Wilbur than it is to kill a pig, you know, that you've just been feeding. If you spend time with it and you get attached to it, that's what makes it harder. Not like literally like the magic stops working. So no, none of the other people grew, grew attached to the pandas, or they didn't like their panda selves, so they well, yeah, it, it was the easy. Grandma for them. probably told, tortured them and said, "Don't you ever let it happen." Well, yeah, and we see that the the ancestor liked her panda self, and that's why uh, Mei Mei is the only one who ch- chooses to keep her panda power because she likes the panda side of herself, and like, and so that's that's what there's the whole learning thing. She doesn't have to be like everyone from before, and she doesn't have to shun a part of herself off to like herself. The other ones don't like their panda self, so they it, it's easier for them too, whether it's from whether it's from their parents telling them it's wrong t- to actually genuinely just not liking it. Cause that is okay. I like that. Not everyone. All, I like that. The whole family is not pandas at the end, nor does she have to give up her panda self. She's the only one who keeps it. Cause she's the only one who has a connection with it. So I'm fine with the, the rules and working. I mean, it's a little, it's a little, uh, like do, do we need the actual chant or cause later on the chant with the four town band works. Uh, right. the song playing, but I th- like I like that thematically and tying every the whole all the whole story together and making everyone come together for a common goal. Uh, and then they got to repair the sky dome because reality sets in and they've somehow not killed anyone in destroying large portions of the city and the sky dome. So, uh, the, you know now they're raising money at the temple and uh, the panda is like the mascot at the temple and. Uh, May goes and hangs out with her friends at the end. The dad puts the costume on, and they have like the last look between the daughter and mother. And uh, they've they've grown in their relationship and helped to to improve their relationship. Yeah, so, that's that's turning red. Yeah. Okay. Any other parts that we wanted to bring up before we wrap here? I was uncomfortable when she walked out of the temple with just ears and a tail. 
made me very uncomfortable. It's like those kids who like to dress up as like the wolf people. Yeah. Okay. Furry-ish. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. It's, it sounds worse when you say that, though, because there are those people who like to do, who uh, do like dress up like the anime characters or whatever for cosplay stuff. I, I, I understand that. Yes. Yeah. Like that. This is definitely not one of my favorites. It's part of who you are. I would say that. I would not watch this one again. I so don't the think, Pixar I don't, Pantheon, it's on the bottom. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think this has a wide audience, honestly. I mean, I think it's going to be, you know, obviously young girls will like it. But that there's not, Pixar a lot of times has a lot of fun things for kids and adults to enjoy in their movies. And I don't I don't feel like this hit in, hit the mark for having any sort of, you know, real adult stuff for us to laugh at you know you go to pixar movie the kids are laughing at one thing the adults are laughing at another yeah. i think that there would be very little laughing uh going on in the adult section because i don't think we're we're not the gaze it's it's trying to capture and it would um, never I do be, think it's limited it would never be on the level of like a finding nemo or something where every age group enjoys it like exactly what you're right. saying there's nothing here right. for like 30 to 50 year olds or you know people that don't no chinese culture or don't have canadian culture whatever like it has to be something to entice you it doesn't really have that much i'm not here for the boys i'm trying well i'm not here for the 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 gut busting laughs anymore though really like i haven't laughed to death at a pixar movie since i don't know i mean toy story 4 i laughed a lot because of it's in the toy story universe it's it's already has a built-in universe on it but like with the standalone ones lately not that i haven't liked a lot of them a couple i've really liked uh but i i'm i'm in for the emotional punches at this point i'm if if it's if it's a cute fun well-made little thing and story that's uh, that's what i come to expect and then if it can give me that uh that tear moment i I look for then uh that's that's why i come to the door i don't uh, the comedy is like i it's it's not you know that's not what i'm looking for anymore i guess in these movies well, I still laugh at some exist. stuff. Yeah. Well, it hasn't for a while though, and I'm kind of okay with the the turn because I think it's still churning out quality. Like if I want gut busting laughs that's silly and makes no sense, I can go for like a Mitchell's vs. Machines kind of animation. I don't. Uh, that's not what I look for in Pixar. I look for I look for something more. This feels more mature mature in general. I mean, I know it's somewhat immature, but for a kids movie, it feels more mature. Hmm. Or they all do in general. Because when I watch, like, any other studio do their bullshit, it, it sucks so bad that I can't even, like, watch it. It's just so bad. Like, any of I that illumination. Like that, that st- st- I feel like this what? is what the third act was for me, though. The third act felt so messy and so... I don't need this movie about a girl and, you know, this changing point in her life becoming this, you know, crazy you know metaphysical mystical thing when that's not what it was to start with i don't i don't i don't need that you still got some same tears reason in there, though. you tell me I you didn't... get tears in the b movie i just <laughs> <laughs> yes just because i like i can't do this anymore no more crying no i mean there's, a... there can be a little tug on the heartstrings but that wasn't enough that wasn't enough to save that third act for me at all so no, but it has to have some. There has to be some level of quality before that for it to do that at all. Is my point? Yeah, I, I think you. I think. 
I think, well, I'm surprised that it actually tugged on your If you watched a Minions, a a Despicable Me 3 or whatever the fuck, that's not, that's not, no one, no, that's just, well, that's my point is I'm comparing it to those, that's what, I I know Pixar basically only competes against itself at this point because it's so, so good, but like, if you really look at like what other animated family films it's competing against, it beats the shit out of most of them, like... It does, but it but it's so much. It's so far below like um, Luca or. Um, oh, I disagree. I do not think that I I would watch this before Luca. No, I loved Luca. Yeah, Nicole tiebreaker. I'd probably watch Luca again. All right, I I I think this is better. <laughs> Coco. Than Luca. I mean, well, you know, Coco is the to- best in the in the last ten years for me. So that's like not even fair. Yeah, Coco, made really Coco's well. Best. This was what about this, uh? I, all right, this or onward, Rock. I know Nicole loves onward, no, so that's not a fight. No. But this or onward. No, I, I, this or onward. They both would be equal. I would probably watch this because the the pants thing in onward just bugs the crap out of me. I can't. Nicole loves it's the just pants. one of those things that I just the can't best. stand. <laughs> the, actually, this is a female version of on. This onward is the boy version of this. This is the girl version of onward. That's where I'm. That's where I'm landing with this, and I don't want to watch. It I like. I like. Again. I like both. I think I like. Uh, I I like my onward more because onward made me cry more, and it made me laugh a little more. This is still just. This is still on the on the right. Uh, I'm trying to think of other ones. Of any other newer ones. I mean, Soul. But again, Soul is not trying to make yeah. you laugh. All. I mean, it's got funny parts, but like that's Soul is the direction of. Pixar, I, I enjoy at this point. I, I like the emotional punch more than just. Uh, I don't. <laughs> I, 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 I stick to short film. The bow is perfect, and I love it, and it's wrapped up tightly. And I think this was too much for her. So yeah, women, we got to really ration the amount of uh, screen screen uh, access for women. That's really what Mama K is. Like, so <laughs> oh my god! Uh, so overall, overall, that's then exactly do what we? I said. <laughs> that's that's what I heard. Turning red. <laughs> okay. We recommending it, Nicole. Um, no, I don't think so. I don't think it's one of the um, ones that I would recommend over some other Pixar movies that are recent. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't think I'm recommending it either. It's a hard. It's are, hard for me to say. Y'all are whack, whack. I say. <laughs> I think they might even said that in here because two thousand two. Yeah, this is good. Uh, this is like this is mid tier, better than uh, I think all three cars, better than Luca for me personally. I didn't connect with Luca as much as this one. Better than Monsters U. Uh, what else? Uh, better than. Well, I mean, we can all say things that it's better than, but it doesn't yeah. mean we're going to recommend. Yeah, it. but I would recommend all of those movies as well. So, it, it, I, the only Pixar movie I wouldn't recommend is Cars Two, and I would still kind of recommend it, so you can be a completionist. They're, like, so that's I'm just saying there are other movies that I have also recommended in the Pixar pantheon that I would put this above. So that's my that's my point in saying that. So. I did not recommend Onward. I will Ratatouille. This is better than Ratatouille. Obviously, you're full of it. (laughs) Ratatouille is fuck Ratatouille. Ratatouille's top five. Ratatouille's lame. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Ratatouille's boring as hell. (laughs) Um, All right, so so one only one recommend for turning red. So that's a disappointment. Maybe two recommends for Ratatouille. That's right. Yeah, no one cares. <laughs> no one, no one's listening for Ratatouille. No one cares about that. But maybe Lightyear, which is the other Pixar movie that will be coming out later this year, will uh, 
get a different response. That's getting a theatrical release. So, you know, this I'm going to tell you right that. now, I'm giving that a hundred percent a plus you're going to love it. Pro- I mean, probably. I'm not really unlikely. that interested in the design of the drawings. What am I You don't like say? the more like real people looking kind no, of thing? No, I don't. So that no. should be interesting. Right. I, I mean, it's it's in the Toy Story half of the world, world and they've yeah. never put out anything but a to a plus material so i'm 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 hopeful uh the uh, i got a host pick coming up but i don't have a thing for you guys today so i'll just have to send it to you and then you'll be surprised when you listen to your next episode (laughs) (laughs) i'm not doing this again host picks are my host picks are fine more you complain maybe the worst mine are always the best what was your last one oh Oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, uh, no. You, 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 but yours aren't even always things you want to watch. Like, you did Pan's Labyrinth, and you did, you, were, you were the you liked that the least out of all of us. Oh, I dislike my host picks the most. I mean, pretty much. I've, you I've pick, made some pretty You basically pick old 80s stuff, and then we're like, wow, well, a lot of this isn't holding up very well. <laughs> um, Schoolhouse Rock, I don't care. It holds. School. <laughs> well, we did. We did. Harry Met Sally. We did Rocky Horror. We did Pretty in Pink. I was yeah, like, yeah, that was just because these are all not, not as good as I would like them to be. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, f- films with women in my life on Facebook. Reach out to me on Instagram. I am Brennan underscore Pod Host, and you can email the show Films with Women at gmail dot com. Taking those listener suggestions, and we'll do probably another episode later this month of listener suggestion. So, thank you guys for being on for Turning Red. Also, wait till the end of Turning Red because there is a post-credit scene, and it's funny. I, oh, I, I didn't. We didn't see it. Well, I'm, that's why I'm telling people you didn't bring it up. So I'm just gonna say, just watch it. It's at the end, end, end. Could have brought it up when I said. Is there anything else we want to bring up before we close out? But that's fine. Alright, well, go watch that. Until next time, this is Brennan signing off saying thanks for listening and enjoy your movies. Thanks for listening to Films with the Women in My Life. If you enjoyed being a listener in our life, please rate and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast app. Keep up with the latest from the show on Instagram at Brennan underscore podhost, on Facebook at Films with the Women in My Life, and on Twitter at Films Women Pod. Finally, you can email the show with questions and suggestions at filmswiththewomen at gmail.com. Original music for the show was created by Ian Burke and Chris Iwanek. Original artwork created by Nicole D'Alessio. This show is produced by Brennan Snyder. Thank you again for listening and enjoy your movies.